Welcome to the Quartering Podcast for Friday, 24th of February. First up, massive Me Too backfire Marilyn Manson innocent and proves women coordinated hoax against him. This is a story that you're going to need to share because it's extraordinarily unlikely we're going to get any mainstream media coverage of this. But if you've been following the um, essentially the Me Tooing of Marilyn Manson, everybody uh, and their mother in mainstream media was happy to, uh, you know, accuse, you know, just assume he's guilty because that's really what the Me Too movement did. It did hardly any good whatsoever. I mean, sure, it got rid of Weinstein and everything, but it it it, it also took down so many incorrect targets, ruined so many men's lives. People like Chris Hardwick almost had his entire career taken away. There are still people to this day that believe he's the worst thing that's ever happened on the planet. Well, Marilyn Manson, uh, you know, maybe given his reputation, his music, some of his kinks, things like that, um, has had several uh, of these kind of campaigns against him. And, uh, oh, everyone reported about it and just how guilty he was. But guess what? His accuser recanted. And not just recanted, but claims that a woman, Evan Rachel Wood, manipulated her to do it in the first place. What a coincidence. Among the multiple women now who have claimed Marilyn Manson uh, was a naughty boy, uh, a former partner of Manson's, she has now recanted the claims and claimed that she was manipulated by Evan Rachel Wood and Wood's partner, Ilma Gore into making the claims in the first place. Pitchfork reports, Smithline's statement was filed as part of Manson's defamation suit against Evan Rachel Wood and her partner, where he claims they secretly recruited uh, and coordinated and pressured prospective accusers to emerge simultaneously with claims of all sorts of bad behavior. I mean... This is like the smoking. This is everything that many of us knew this movement was about. Does it discredit every woman ever who came out and told her story? No, of course not. But it does validate what many of us have said and that this was nothing more than a clout campaign. And these women were absolutely happy to ruin the lives of men because they could. I mean, I I can't even look at in her declaration. Smithline writes, quote, I succumbed to pressure from Evan Rachel Wood and her associates to make accusations of terrible things against Marilyn Manson. Continuing, during my conversations with Miss Wood, she described acts allegedly committed by Marilyn Manson against Miss Wood and other supposed people and asked me whether or not the same things had happened to me. I remember she asked me whether I had been, among other things, you know, tied up or branded or all this kind of stuff um, of terrible things. She said all these things happened to Miss Woods and others, and that when Miss Wood and Mr. Warner uh, was with Marilyn Manson, every moment was a survival. When I said, no, this didn't happen to me, and this was not my experience, I recall being told by Miss Wood that just because I could not remember did not necessarily mean the things didn't happen. Are you kidding me? This, to me, what this completely destroys anything Evan Rachel Wood has ever said about the man. Uh, 
you know, and I'm not like a Marilyn Manson music fan, or I'm a fan of justice. Uh, I am a fan of protecting men, and I'm a fan of uh, absolutely uh, refuting these type of claims that are done for money and clout and headlines and destroy men's lives. In a statement to People, a representative for Wood denied Smithline's claims, saying, Evan never pressured or manipulated her. It was Ashley who first contacted Evan about the bad behavior she had suffered. It's unfortunate that the harassment and threats that she received after filing her lawsuit appear to have pressured her into changing her testimony. Well, not only did she change her testimony, okay, she outright said, no, no, no. She didn't say like, oh, well, this never happened. She said, no, this woman over here pressured me. And she went so far as to say that very same woman said, eh, if you can't remember and it didn't happen, doesn't mean you can't claim it did. With no evidence, by the way. Game of Thrones actress Ismay Bianco, who also sued Manson back in 2021 for bad behavior, reached out, reached an out-of-court settlement with him in January, so she didn't even want to go to trial. Uh, Ms. Bianco has agreed to resolve her claims against Manson and his record company in order to move on with her life and career, a statement said. Most recently, he was also accused of uh, something else in the late 90s. Look, I don't know... Maybe he's into some weird stuff, um, but I mean, it's pretty obvious that he attracts psychopathic women too. <laughs> I mean, that maybe the energy he's putting out there, but even you could see Rolling Stone. I didn't think you'd have the balls to report on this. Maybe you might want to look into things before being so biased next time. Well, it's Rolling Stone. Are you absolutely where have you been? Of course, they don't care. I mean, remember the mattress girl story and the story that they ran about, um, you know, hospital waiting rooms, uh, people with like people with missing limbs waiting around because people are having horse paste. Remember when they ran that story based on zero evidence? That's Rolling Stone. So, I mean, I can't even. So Ashley Smith, Smith uh, Morgan Smithline previously sued him. Just just claimed that nah, never happened. Now, are there there? The defenders will say, maybe she was just taking too much heat, or it was she was stressed out, and it was just it was just not worth it anymore. They wanted to get on their life. That might be true, but that's not what they said. What they said was this other woman, who clearly has an axe to grind with Marilyn Manson, talked her into lying and fabricating a fake claim of some of the worst behavior a man can be accused of. Uh, and for money and fame. And quote, again, I succumbed to pressure from Evan Rachel Wood and her associates to make accusations of the big R, okay? These are not light accusations and all sorts of other stuff that were not true. I mean, she says, in, she now claims in 2020 that she was contacted by either Warner's former assistant, Ashley Walters, who also filed the lawsuits, that was also dismissed, uh, or the guy's, the girl's wife. All these people making claims are getting BTFO'd in court. One of, the pe one of those people, she claims, invited her to speak with other women who had had relationships or experiences with Manson. She spoke on a group call and took part in an in-person meeting where she was filmed for the documentary Phoenix Rising about Wood's claims of bad behavior. 
I remember Wood asked me whether I had had these things happen to me, blah, blah, blah. She said all these things happened to her and others and that Miss Wood was not with, uh, you know, it was such a total nightmare for her. It sounds completely fabricated. And now when you have, again, her working behind the scenes to coordinate, this is what we knew what was happening, working behind the scenes to literally coordinate everybody's accusations to come out at the same time. You know why you do that? Not because you want justice, but because you want to cause maximum damage. She wanted to absolutely destroy his life. And who knows how much it's cost him, by the way. Um, I don't know, you know, in terms of his career, if he's even still touring anymore or what he's doing. But certainly it's cost him, you know, immense amounts of money, you know, to, to defend what appear to be completely spurious, completely made up claims. And then she alleges in that in, ta- in anticipation of the day, Wood would name Manson as her alleged, uh, you know, bad guy that Gore encouraged her to post something similar. Ms. Gore even drafted the statement, and I gave her my password so she could post it. Are you kidding me? This is like, um, who was that? This is just like Amber, where like, um, who the heck was it? The a- uh, I want to see the ASPCA. But whoever it was, I forget now, uh, had like written the letter for her. The narrative ultimately posted on my account around February 1st contained untrue statements about Manson, including that there was bad behavior, not consensual behavior, and that I had repressed memories. She also now claims that Warner did not carve uh, MM. He did not carve his initials into her skin, though she previously posed for a photo with people showing off what she said at the time were scars from the incident. So she even recanted that. So they went so far as to have insanely specific claims of bad behavior against this man. Just horrible things like cult-like behavior, all sorts of bad things like that. And it's hilarious to me that now they're like, oh, actually, it's just all false. And this other woman just told me to lie and I lied anyway because I don't care. Like, I absolutely hope that he sues this, you know, takes every penny from these women um, and, and the sad thing is Hollywood will still embrace them because that's what Hollywood does. I mean, look how long they kept Harvey around, right? Everyone knew about his behavior and everyone was fine with it. Okay. So Hollywood will still prop up these women who tried to destroy this man's life. And I, I hope that, you know, I, I, there may be still some, you know, pending cases and stuff like that, but it's all falling apart now. And it's just one of probably the worst disastrous fake me too's of the modern era. And I'm, I'm glad to see that he apparently is getting some justice. Not many men who are falsely accused of this kind of stuff have the run money and resources to fight it, especially when you're going against the entire mainstream media machine. So Mark, you know, another W and uh, against these lying me tours. And um, I wish him the best in all his future legal battles. And next up, they are rebooting Lord of the Rings for a modern audience. Mother of God. A Lord of the Rings reboot for a modern audience is now happening. I can't possibly tell you how excited I am that Frodo will finally be trans. That's right. Warner Brothers is now revamping... 
the Lord of the Rings film franchise. Wow, I just can't wait for this. I just can't wait. Like, you broke back Mount Doom. I mean, my voiceover guy is going to have a field day with this stuff. You know, they're going to have a Sam and Frodo hookup scene, uh, the body positive ring wraith. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't wait for Nazgul's to be overweight. Um, you know, that buy your original trilogy extended edition Lord of the Rings Blu-rays. Buy an extra Blu-ray player. Make sure you rip a digital copy of those DVDs and then never worry about anything that says Lord of the Rings ever again. So, of course, Warner Brothers is saying they're doing a new Lord of the Rings movie set at Warner. Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Warner Brothers is revamping. No. Bossman says, probably for the best. The old movies didn't reflect a modern audience. Oh, shout out to Bossman. Nice tweet. Bro, I hope you're trolling because this soft. Uh, he's kidding. Um, you have this picture of young captain of Gondor absolutely ripping a heater. Gets more likes than Warner Brothers shouldn't make the movie. It's got 4,000 likes compared to 1,600. Nobody wants this. After all, why not? Why shouldn't I reboot it? Uh, no, I mean, Lord of the Friends, I mean, you already ruined our, like, you already did the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, the Ring-a-Ling-a-Ding-Dong, which is an absolute abomination. Uh, there's no way, by the way, that Amazon's going five seasons with that, unless they completely revamp it. Gladriel's the worst part of that show, uh, easily, uh, followed by the writers. You know, I suppose really the writers are the worst part of the show. Uh, here's this good meme. You have my sword. You have my bow. You have my preferred pronouns. Why? Um, there's no reason to do this. There's so many original stories waiting to be put on the big screen and the remake madness. I mean, it's it's like no, everyone disliked that. Just getting absolutely demolished. Now, even then, screw that. Warner Brothers just destroyed the Rings of Power. With Warner Brothers working in a new Lord of the Rings movie in the near future, the news has possibly destroyed the Rings of Power. The Rings of Power may have potentially just been destroyed by Warner Brothers, set in Middle Earth. The Rings of Power isn't the same time period of Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power focuses on a lesser known period of Middle Earth history, one that Tolkien explored in the Silmarillion, which is a blueprint for the Lord of Rings of Power timeline. The latter is set around a thousand years before the narrated events in The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings even happened. It seems that Warner Brothers wants to take advantage of the success and fame of the Lord of the Rings franchise once again, even if this may affect the future success of Amazon's Rings of Power. However, the studio announced its intention of making more Lord of the Rings films. By the way, no, we it was enough when you did the like a freaking three-part Hobbit movies. Like it was ah no, the tr the trilogy was all that ever needed to exist. Everything else sucked. And like where the those you already got your cash grab. You already got your cash grab. The studio announced its intention of making more Lord of the Rings films. In fact, not only does Warner Brothers intend on making new Lord of the Rings movie, but it, it seems to be set in the similar time as the much beloved Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. This is bad news for the Rings of Power. Why? 
Rings of Power sucked. Nobody cares about it. Wait till you like, dude, when you see season two viewership for Rings of Power, I, I will predict at least a 40% drop off. The meme economy kind of kept it like season episode one, season two will be high because people will be like, oh, okay, did they fix anything? But nobody cares about it. It's a complete disaster. Um, now, unfortunately, the new movie will likely be in direct competition with Rings of Power. While on the whole, Rings of Power is favorably received by critics, it was less loved by the general audience. This is down to a few reasons, but one of them could be the audience didn't and likely won't care as much about the characters in the Rings of Power TV show that same way that they did for the movies. If the new movies bring back familiar characters, it's certain to draw more attention away from Rings of Power. Uh, I don't think so. I think if it's good, if the Rings of Power was good, this wouldn't even matter. Like, this this wouldn't even matter. You see, Lord of the Rings reboot inspires outrage from fans. We get it already. Y'all hate Token. Leave the series alone, several fans urge. Fans of the blockbuster Lord of the Rings franchise came out in force on Twitter after it was announced that another film in the series was in the works. Warner Brothers Movie Studio announced Thursday that the studio had struck a deal to make multiple films based off the beloved book from J.R.R. Tolkien, Variety reported. The project would be developed through WB label New Line Cinema, which produced the original three films by Peter Jackson back in 2001 and 2003. While some fans <clears throat> were upset that rejected the suggestion the series needed a reboot, other posed creative ideas that could make light of the situation. Lord of the Rings humor account J.R. Jokin teased that Warner Brothers was taken after the Marvel franchise and releasing endless spinoffs for their Middle-Earth cinematic universe. Breaking, WB has announced a release schedule for the new LOTR movies in their new Middle-Earth cinematic universe. The account treated with fake movie poster images. I mean, it's just, yeah, look, I love Lord of the Rings, uh, but I don't want more movies. If they're not about Sam running for mayor of the Shire or Legolas and Gimli hunting orcs buddy cop style while traveling Middle-earth or Bilbo living in Rivendell, writing, singing, napping, and accidentally solving a murder. I mean, could you bring back the original characters? Yeah, they'd all be older, but, you know. You know, Breaking Toby, Hobbits first discover how to make the finest herb in South Farthing. But there's stiff local competition. I, hear me out. New trilogy where the entire movie is just Tom Bombadil. The second one is Erwin and Faramir in the House of Healing. And the third is Scouring of the Shire. Make the entire series about Tom Bombadil. No, I don't want more. Ah, uh, yes, a feature-length Tom Bombadil rom-com. I don't want any more. Yeah, please leave the series alone. Just let it rest in paradise. We get it already. You hate token mercy. Uh, you know, all I can say is that do not go see these movies. I mean, I, that's all you can really do to fight this is is just re like reject it. Reject it outright. Every single piece of marketing that they put out, every single piece of tweets or, you know, that they put, it has to get absolutely a deluge of hate because when is it going to stop? The rings of power, the ring-a-ling-a-ding-dong, okay, sucked. Terrible. Garbage. Puh. Okay, we get it, Galadriel, strong, independent women who don't need no man. But she's also an insufferable brat. Nobody likes her. She's completely unlikable. I don't know who she's supposed to be relatable to. The rest of the characters of the show are forgettable. Uh, and there's just no reason to be watching it. It's all about money. It, it's never not been all about money. Yes, there will be a new trilogy that will be rebooted 
for the modern era. I'm sorry, I don't. Oh, I can't wait to get back in studio, man. I'm so pumped. I'm totally rejuvenated from this trip. By the way, I want to shout out uh, everyone. Uh, by the way, who checked out Coffee Brand Coffee too? I've got a 15% off sale today only. Flash 15 is the promo code. Um, that promo code really will expire in 24 hours. So if you're thinking about trying it out, go get it. Uh, let me know what you think. Is there a trilogy that could even exist that you would want to watch? Is there a trilogy that could even exist that you want to watch? For me, no. I would rather they release yet another Lord of the Rings Super Duper Special Edition with like a lock of Peter Jackson's beard. And I would pay $200 for that, $300 for that, if it ensured that they did not make more Lord of the Rings movies. This is like, oh, it's like Ghostbusters all over again. Like, I know it's not the same, but you get what I'm like. I don't want any more Ghostbusters movies. I don't want any more Lord of the Rings movies. I don't want any more Star Wars movies. I, you know, it's just like, move on, create something new. And next up today, James O'Keefe destroys Project Veritas's new letter of support emerges. Last night, I was I received a letter. It's very nice to see uh, through the grapevine. Talked a little bit about it on my live stream. Uh, with Sydney Watson, which I will link in the description below. Uh, we talked about the whole PV situation, but also I talked about uh, this potential letter coming out. This morning, it would appear that J- James O'Keefe is dishing out his wrath, is uh, is ready to um, fight back against, well, everybody, it would appear. And a huge group of the whistleblowers that really made PV what it was. Because if you don't have whistleblowers, you don't have anything. You need the whistleblowers to validate your stories. You need the whistleblowers to get leads. And these are people that put their entire careers on the line to uh, uh, come out and defend him or give information to BV at the time. So they put out this letter and also a video The letter says, as individuals who trusted PV with our stories, the removal of James O'Keefe by the board of directors was extremely disappointing and shocking. Without James O'Keefe, there is no Project Veritas. We have always worked directly with Project Veritas journalists and in many cases spent months working with them and also interacting with Mr. O'Keefe both before going public and after during various events. We sacrificed our jobs, our livelihoods in order to give James O'Keefe hard evidence of fraud and corruption, whether it was CBS, Fox News, Google, Facebook, UPS, Pfizer, Hasbro, DHS, CNN, ESPN, HHS, and United Healthcare. Many of us were reluctant to go public because of James O'Keefe's dedication to journalistic integrity and honesty. We made the leap to go public with our stories because we trusted him and the organization. The currency of trust cannot be bought with money. We knew James would never sell us out, and he never did. We, he always had our back. He stayed true to his word and undercover journalist, went to great lengths to share our stories and most compelling in the most compelling manner possible. By the way, I've been on this story every time I cover you know, Veritas or James O'Keefe, Google absolutely suppresses it. YouTube suppresses it. So if you're watching on YouTube, I hope that I will earn your subscription today. There's a red subscribe button down below. If you subscribe, turn notifications on. That's one of the only ways you can really ensure you actually get these videos. Obviously, if you're watching Rumble, BitChute, or Odyssey, I appreciate your subscription there as well, but I have less to worry about there. So 
you know, we have many unanswered questions about what transpired between the board and James O'Keefe. We are questioning the facts and hope that the information will come to light and both parties can come to an understanding. We hope that any misinformation is ultimately corrected and there's some full transparency. It goes on to say, you know, we played a small but crucial role. We stand with James O'Keefe and his team of journalists. And then uh, this sincerely, <laughs> they cross out Project Veritas insiders and call themselves O'Keefe insiders. And they put their names to it. We have Ryan Hartwig, Cassandra Spencer, Trevor Adams, you know, Facebook insiders, ESPN, Google insiders, DHS in, insiders, CNN insiders, Hasbro insiders, Pfizer insiders. All these people putting their names out there are truly heroic. And you can see the wrath of James has already begun because here he is saying, um, those who are crazy enough to think they could change the world, he posted this last night, are the ones who actually do. In a war room at midnight with a few happy warrior, warriors making moves. And then O'Keefe tips at protonmail.com. Um, and, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, I could see a meme of you on that scooter driving away from burning Project Veritas offer, uh, you know, officer, office. I, I don't really understand what on earth they were thinking. I talked about this last night saying like if if you were worried about some misappropriated funds why not just have him pay those back if he had done a write off or something that you didn't like why not just let him pay that back and maybe reprimand him or something that's not what they wanted uh, i am absolutely convinced that the board uh is bought off i don't have any evidence of that and i'm not saying it's true but it seems like it now, Project Veritas still follows me on Twitter, but they haven't sent me anything in a while. I, I don't know. It, it's just so weird that you would you would see this like uh, it's like oh well we didn't like that he spent twelve thousand dollars. What should uh, on a trip to fix his boat allegedly? What should we do about that? Make him pay the twelve thousand dollars, or you know completely destroy the entire company, and then a boardroom full of smart people. Decided, yeah, let's just go the route where we destroy the entire company. You can't tell me that that wasn't what they wanted to because that's what they chose to do. If you chose choose a hostile takeover of the company, you're choosing essentially in this case to destroy said company. And then here's a video of a Google whistleblower that came out this morning. Thanks to Jack Posobiec. I'm the CBS Detroit whistleblower with Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the CNN whistleblower for Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. HHS vaccine nurse whistleblower with Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the Department of Homeland Security whistleblower for Project Veritas, and I stand with James O'Keefe. I'm the HHS. And it's just full of all these, right? Like, <laughs> all these people are standing with James O'Keefe. This is the weirdest thing ever. He could literally start over in a week. Like, Get his lawyers to start his own company, call, call it Project Meritas, and be right back after it. The whole narrative never really stuck with me about, um, you know, oh, he was, you know, he was such a beast to work for. So this is a huge problem for us. I don't really care about that, like at all. Of course, the mainstream media says now that he was fired, which isn't necessarily true. Um, financial malfeasance. Project Veritas fired James O'Keefe over fear of losing nonprofit status. I thought he wasn't fired. 
you know, the these accusations have not even been proved. You know, why would it be a big deal? So Project Veritas were to lose tax exempt. Obviously, that would be a big deal. You know, O'Keefe acknowledged in a long video that posted a Vimeo platform that he had been forced out. The board has declared that he had the opportunity to meet with his members to discuss the claims and financial misdeeds and mistreating staff members. But the man who founded the group 13 years ago had declined to take that opportunity. And by the way, so would anybody. You know, submit to our struggle session or or else. And like the whole mind blowing thing to me is the fact that this is his company. Like this is his company that he started and he's supposed to have this, like he's supposed to uh, let these clowns take it from him and, and push him through, uh, uh, you know, these struggle sessions and all that. No, he's right back at it and he's having his revenge right now. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I'm assuming he didn't have like a, a huge, uh, follower gain because he was already you know pretty popular the the fact of the matter is when you look at it this is this is my take on it it's just a humble you know midwestern guy uh yeah he gained a hundred thousand followers on tuesday another hundred thousand on monday in the last 30 days he's gained half four hundred thousand followers since all this started what does this tell you? This tells you that no one gives a crap about him blowing 12 grand or whatever on a, a trip that maybe wasn't above board for a business expense. Because I think exposing Pfizer was is kind of a big deal. You know, I, I think, you know, it's kind of a big deal. And of course, you know, Project Veritas, you know, um, they they have lost, you know, just checking in on a live count here. They can't, I mean, they're just they're getting they're getting pummeled. I mean, there's nothing, you know, he's gained 400,000 in the last 30 days. Um, they've gained 40,000, congratulations, but they lost 200,000 Monday, another 100,000 Tuesday. So they've lost 300,000 and let's call it 340,000 followers uh, in the past few days. They still have over a million followers, which is actually pretty surprising to me. But what we're witnessing here now is if James just gets back about the work, I think that that would be the best revenge he could have. All these whistleblowers coming out and supporting him looks great for him, looks terrible for PV. There is still in my mind, okay, I'm going to white pill here because that's, you know, that's good old me, too soft. I still think they can fix this. I still think that the board could back down and bring James back to Project Veritas. That is the, I, I still think there's a possibility of it. Now, men's egos are a heck of a thing, and they are quite predictable. And you know, my prediction is that that will never happen after the board tried to humiliate him. But you never know. Hopefully, maybe they could dissolve the board and he could take back over. If there's enough donors that say, "Yeah, we're not giving you any money anymore. We don't care about this stupid twelve grand. We don't care about this stuff. You're not getting any more of our money." Well, you don't need a board anymore, do you? And last up today, Alex Jones' lawsuit gets insane and these lunatics want his cat. What is happening? The whole world versus uh, AJ is getting insane. I'm actually starting to lose sympathy for the families that are suing him because this is getting to a level of pure insanity. So if you followed Mr. Jones, you know he made 
some bad claims about what happened at that school that day. The man apologized. The man has literally lost everything. Uh, and that's still not enough. That's still not enough for the government. It's still not enough for the Department of Justice. It's still not enough for the mainstream media. Why? It's because I've often talked about this. I've talked about what these people want to do, right? They don't want your money. That's only one part of it. They want you gone. They want you off this planet. They want you at you know effectively dead, is my opinion, when you're someone like Alex, who's had many wild claims that were not true, but he's also had many wild claims that were true. And in the mix of all that, you know, you had this claim about the school, which was bad. And allegedly people were harassing the families because of that. To me, I don't know if this is a hot take. You let me know in the comment section down below. Maybe it is. Maybe I need to reflect and think on it more. But all of these settlements that he got, 20 million for this family against him, 40 million for this family, 50 million for this family, 20 million. For what? Because a couple of lunatic viewers of his made some Facebook posts. So you're entitled to $20 million. It's not like Alex is the guy that did the crime for crying out loud. This has never been about, this has never been about getting a fair like settlement for those families who, who had to deal with some BS. Because if that were true, the mainstream media would be getting sued into the ground all the time as they are doxing and stalking private citizens all the time like CNN does. They're never getting $100 million, billion, $2 billion judgments against them. This was never about making things right for the families. This was about destroying Alex Jones. That's all it's ever been about. And it finally gave them the opportunity to do so. This, I don't understand how, like, the guys apologize for that. I, I don't understand this. It's like, okay, he said something that was dumb. He said it was dumb. He recanted. He apologized. And why are you still trying to... All you're doing is making me believe he's 100% right about a lot of things now. I mean, I, I don't know if that's the right take. So Alex Jones now claims authorities want to take his expensive cat because he's bankrupt. He's leaving out the fact that he gave his wife and parents $1.3 million last year. So this is the whole thing is so just rotten that it's hard to really report on it. Bankrupt Alex Jones owes $1.5 billion in court-awarded damages to the families uh, of the school, which is insane. You want to give these families 100 k each? That is a number that, okay, I could understand. But when you're giving them 20 30 40 million, why? For what? Again, it's not like he's the one that did the crime. His wife shared a video of him on Thursday complaining that authorities wanted to take his cat. Authorities scrutinizing his finances may be more interested in the $1.3 million he transferred to relatives. Far-right provocateur. This is because, again, they want him dead. All this does is make me want to back him harder. And again, I've I've been on the record since Jump Street saying that he said some heinous, dumb stuff, okay? 
but he's also been right about a ton of other stuff. So if, if you, you know, you want to talk about, you know, his responsibility for these weirdos being, you know, a-holes to the family. Cool. I don't believe that this was about justice when you, when it's about billions of dollars. Okay. So Jones's wife, Erica Wolf posted a bizarre video on Tuesday on Twitter on Thursday of her husband complaining about the authority's attitude towards the pet. In the video, Jones says he attended the bankruptcy hearing with Justice Department officials earlier in the day where they spent five minutes of a three-hour hearing talking about his cat. Why were they talking about his cat at all? This is Mushu, Jones said, cradling the animal in his arms. He's estimated the two-year-old cat was worth about $2,000. Man, why would you pay that much for a cat? They're everywhere. Just go out in the street. I have five of them. I'll give you one of them for two grand. No, I won't. They were very serious about the cat and its value. They may want to take the cat for the families, he said. Jones also said they wanted to know if assets were hidden in, in the cat. He claimed it was harassment. Well, I mean, what? So he's got a $2,000 cat and they're worried that I, I don't even get it. Okay, so this is not a joke. This is real. And this really happened. He's kind of I'm a chunker. I'm home tonight with my family. So my wife's shooting this video. I'm in a bankruptcy <laughs> hearing, personal and corporate for InfoWars, and the Justice Department is involved and asked me to be, ordered me to be at a hearing today. And they spent probably five minutes of the meeting that was over three hours long on my cat. Oh, this is Mushu, my five-year-old <laughs> daughter named Mushu this two years ago. And they wanted to know if assets were hidden in the cat. The cat was like $2,000. That's and a beefy, it is a beefy cat. boy. I really do love it. But they were very serious about the cat and its value. I don't even understand it. It's like, holy crap, there's literally a, a, a 10,000 people far worse than Alex out there. Thousands of people far worse. I just saw a video of some kid completely uh, knocking out a teacher for taking her his Nintendo away. I mean, like, all I have to do is open a Twitter and see people that are a lot worse than Alex. And it's like, what is even happening? If if you don't believe, you know, by the way, Jones listed three homes in Austin, Texas, three cars, two boats, several weapons and more. Bankruptcy paperwork also showed that he's spending almost $100,000 a month on expenses, even as the defamation lawsuit continues to move its way through the courts. Well, I don't know what those expenses are, but he certainly has a lot of employees, right? I mean, you have 10 employees who make 100 grand, you know, that's 100 grand a month for, you know, total. Uh, so it, I, I don't really understand it. It's like, again, the media wants him dead. That I don't, does, is that, am I going too far? I'm all, I'm all like full of piss and vinegar now because, you know, I'm all rested up from vacation. Just wait till I get back in the studio. Like, it's going to be a whole different battle. I just, I don't understand on what planet this does anything to get justice for the families. Again, the, the billion-dollar lawsuit is a complete embarrassment to the, the, uh, law, the, the United States legal system. You can't tell me that these numbers weren't trumped up uh, to destroy the man's business forever and destroy his family for a mistake that he made, uh, you know, 
and wasn't even directly involved in, by the way. This is not the guy that marched through that school and took those kids away from those families, but they're treating them like it is. A couple of idiot lunatics harass people on Facebook and you, you want $1.5 billion? It's insane. Uh, it, w this is not justice. This is the machine working to bury somebody that they don't like or that is inconvenient to them. I don't really know any other way to look at it. Maybe you guys tell me if I'm being totally a lunatic in the comment section down below. If you're enjoying my videos, it's Friday. Please do consider clicking that subscribe button down below. It's really the only way that I can reach you, especially when I talk about Alex or maybe uh, PV, James O'Keefe, stuff like that. If you're not subscribed, you, 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 know, you won't get served my videos. So I hope that I will have earned your subscription today and we'll talk to you again real soon.